This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, welcome to uh, the morning run. We're kind of winding down, but uh, there's still one show left, and it's called the S&M Show. And uh, it's a show that's all about what's working and what's not in stocks and markets. Uh, I'm Sharad Kutin, uh, Julian Ng and Ibrahim Sunny. Together, we're going to be talking about Yinson. Yinson. Uh, Yinson. Yinson. Could be the son of Yin, but... (laughs) You Absolutely, know, yeah. Okay, no so relations, not Yinson, I no relations it, to Johnson and Johnson. I so I'm not tr- trying to make him Swedish or something. Yunson, <laughs> like Johansson. Uh, okay, uh, because some very prominent people are selling out of and buying into the stock. Now these two people, uh, Tansri Mogzani Mahate, uh, he's selling out of Yinson, and Dato Yo is buying into it. But the interesting thing, of course, is that they've these two have had a long. Um, relationship and so uh, the there's a bit of intrigue I think in this buying and selling and there's some complexity in the arrangement as well isn't there? That's right uh, I think it symbolizes the parting of ways for the two long-time partners and just a little bit of background as to how it works uh, Kanchana Capital used to own uh, 14% of Yinsen and now Mukzani what's his what he's doing is to buy over Kanchana uh, and uh, he is buying over KCL's stake in Kanchana, so Mukzani will now end up holding all, all of, of okay. all of Kanchana, and KCL will buy over Yinsen, which used to be owned under Kanchana, right? So it's it's sort of like an asset reshuffling. So is it kind of like, is it like barter trade? You give me, I give you, and then perhaps, no money is changed. Perhaps, perhaps. Do, I mean, is there money involved? Are these assets, uh, stakes, uh, differently uh, valued? Yeah, I I think the details are still uh, pretty scanty in that. I'm sure we'll be following up with this news and uh, coming up with more details. Uh, but certainly. KCL did uh, spend a lot of money, uh, hundreds of millions, buying into that stake. Uh, there were some open market transactions. So he would have to be compensated in some way uh, by uh, his giving up of that stake in Kanchana Petroleum. Okay, so the the deal is, this story is less of the deal but more of the individuals, right? Because uh, Tanshri Mokhzani Mahade is, of course, a very, uh, uh, you know, Suffering, if I may use the word, from the uh, brand depreciation of uh, Dr. Mahade himself, um, and I don't know whether uh, that may have anything to do with. That's alleged. Yeah, well, you know, we That's don't alleged. know about the depreciation, but we certainly know of maybe uh, you know a sort, a sort of antipathy or toxicity yeah. with regard to government, yeah. and not necessarily with the, the populace. Right, right. but but Dr. Kesiyao himself is also embroiled in his own investigations right now because uh, he has claimed trial to insider trade. Um, and he has been charged with insider trading with uh, relation to the proposed merger of Sapura Kanchana Berhad. Sorry, Kanchana Petroleum Berhad and Sapura Crest Petroleum. Uh, and right now, that 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 what do you call that uh, accusation is still hanging. It's still debated in in the courts. So. It's not just about the deal itself, but it's about the two personalities. And you're right, Julian, these are two long-time partners. They've been around for you know, a few decades. Um, and for them to part ways in this manner does signal something very much more profound um, in that they want to do business separately. And what is causing that after, after doing business so well together? Yeah, I think there is... Um in the grapevine and people are jumping to sort of link this to the political fortunes of Dr. Mahate. But, uh, you know, Mokzani has been a businessman for a long time. Uh, it could be or it could, may not be linked at all. 
Uh, but certainly, they, they have actually made a lot of money from all this deal-making throughout the years. Because if you look at uh, a little, just a little bit of historical background, like Kanchana Petroleum was uh, in its own right a listed company before. And uh, way back in 2012, 2011, 2012, they actually did a merger with Sapura Kanchana to create what is now uh, in Sapura Kanchana, one of the biggest oil and gas players in the world, right? Not just in Malaysia. So at that time, there were so many... Uh, prominent big players in the oil and gas sector owning one entity. You're talking about Tan Sri Sharif Samsudin, who uh, as C- president and group CEO of SEPCAN owned uh, around about 16-17%. And then the Mokzani and Kanchana camp, including KCL, they own about 14-15% as well. And since that time, they have actually sold down into uh, Sapara Kanchana. Uh, so bring, br- uh, then a few months later, the Kanchana duo separately made an acquisition into Yinsen. Okay, can I ask a, a very f- kind of basic question? Uh, we've been talking a lot about oil and gas and companies related to it. We had Perisai and its troubles. We had Ezra Holdings and its troubles. And we relate that all to the troubles in the sector, you know, in, oil, in the fall in oil prices. Uh, is, this a, is this a story related to that larger question of oil and gas and where it's going? Um, it could be, but uh, the move by the Kanchana duo seemed to be quite prescient because they sold way back in 2012, uh, I think reaped a lot of money of it, and then subsequently they placed out their shares in the merged entity of Sapura Kanchana as well uh, before even uh, the oil price crash happened. So I, I think uh, whether or not it was luck or t- through some uh, business acumen that they had. Right? They, crystal they, ball. <laughs> yeah, they made, they made a lot of money. And then they put their money into in- Yinsen, which uh, actually turned out to be a quite a good company. This is a company that has got uh, regional businesses in what is called uh, FPSO or uh, floating production, storage and offloading vessels. These are vessels that service uh, oil platforms uh, and they have uh, made a, a very good uh, business uh, about it right uh, so yeah uh, just to wrap things up right i mean uh, we know that uh, oil prices are down but the, the story about the oil prices going through a sluggish envir- environment right now it's not necessarily uh, going to drive this deal fast or slow i think this is more on those two individuals more than the environment of the oil and gas okay we're going to be coming back with more on Yinsen and the deals between uh, that's being done between Tansri uh, Mogzani Mate and Datuk Kesiya we we'll maybe put aside some of the conspiracies theories and look at some of the numbers uh, to the extent that we have them. We'll have more after this. BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9. I'm Sherrod Kutun with Julian Ng and Ibrahim Sunny, and it's the SNM show where we talk about what's working and what's not in stocks and markets. I think that whip came in a little too early. It should have come at the end of that All the come early. What about handcuffs? No handcuffs? And what would the sound yeah. of a handcuff be? Silence. Yeah. Silence. Okay, yeah. well, there you are. It's all, it's all the while been playing in the background. You just can't hear it. Okay. We have wow. a, a big story. Uh, no handcuffs <laughs> yet involved. It's got a, to do with the reshuffling of shares between two uh, major figures in the corporate world, Tansri Mogzani Mahate and uh, Dato Kesi Yao. And the heart of it is is uh, Sapporo Kanchana and also Yin Sun. Um, yeah. uh, now, the question is, how is the market responding to the story of this swap that's gone on? Yeah, just a, a, little, a little bit of a clarification. Uh, Sapporo Kanchana has no link to Yin Sun, except that uh, the, the shareholders 
uh, which own a little bit of Saparak in China and a little bit of Yinsen, uh, they're doing deals among themselves. But operationally, Yinsen is a separate company from Sapcan. And uh, just looking at some of the analyst recommendations for Yinsen to see who is getting the better deal and who is getting the raw end of the deal, right? Um, the analysts, I think, seem to like Yinsen very much. Uh, out of uh, the five analysts that cover Yinsen, uh, four of them actually have a buy on Yinsen and one of them actually has a hold. Um, Maybank is uh, one of those people who has a buy. Uh, the target price is 435 compared to the price of 318 right now. And uh, they're having a buy primarily uh, for valuation reasons, uh, but also they are looking forward to the prospect of uh, securing another FPSO job. Just imagine that securing another job in this very challenging oil and gas environment. So to contrast that, because analysts' views of Saparak and China may not be as good as Yinsen, although more analysts cover Saparak and China, uh, but only one of these many analysts uh, cover uh, Saparak and China has a buy on them. The others have you know range from hold, neutral, even underperform and sell uh, with one or two of these um, analysts covering them. So clearly they don't have a unison kind of view on the prospects of Sabrakan China. They have a very varied view. And to contrast this against Yinsen, you got you know five guys, right? Four of them have, uh, have a, you know, buy kind of, a, uh, uh, what do you call that, um, uh, advisory. Rec- okay, recommendation. I, recommendation. Okay, what I want to ask is, okay, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. In this deal, Mogzani walks away with 100% of Kanchana. Casey Yao uh, takes a second the second largest stake in Yinsen. But right. Yinsen's stock is going up and Kanchana's is going down. Is that correct? Kanchana well, uh, uh, um, Petroleum is not equal to Sapporo Kanchana. Ah. Uh, so that's the private holding vehicle since that merger of Kanchana with Sapporo Kanchana. But uh, Kanchana itself uh, still has some assets and Mokzani is holding that right now together with uh, t- a minimum amount, token amount of stakes in the listed Sapporo Kanchana. But I, I think your question is a relevant one because if you look at the share price trajectory of both uh, Yinsen and Sapporo Kanchana, and the, the relevant date here is circa uh, 2012 when those deals were being done, you, you see that Yinsen's price trajectory has just gone gangbusters, right? Uh, trading at around $0.50 cents in 2012, um, right now around 318 $3.20 kind of price a level, yeah. uh, which include that really turbulent time when oil price is halved. And you look at Saparak in China, uh, around 2012, uh, they were trading in excess of uh, foreign it and above. Today, it's 160-something. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's actually because the graph is a bit longer um, for Saprak and China. It, they're actually below the uh, 2012 figure, uh, which is about two ringgit or two ringgit fifty cent range. Um, so you see now at one six sixty five, and the trajectory is very you know, going downwards, and Yinsen is going upwards, going gangbusters, as you say, uh, Julian. Again, this reflects the analysts' views that we just spoke of earlier. Um, Yinsen is doing better, uh, at least in the markets, compared to Saprak and China. So I think that uh, just looking at one or two more other analysts, Kananga also has a buy on Yinsen uh, with a target price of 392. Uh, uh, recall that the current price of Yinsen is 320. And UOB has a hold on that stock. Uh, I, I think that they also are worried that uh, there, there would be quite um, volatile 
oil and okay, gas yeah. environment. Okay, so this is a story that obviously has legs. The details, uh, which have not fully emerged yet, but we'll be following this story in the weeks to come. So uh, keep an eye out on Tansri Mogzani Mahate and Datu KC Yao and the story of Yinsen. Uh, that's all we have uh, for the SNM show. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much for that whip. I don't know why I deserve that. <laughs> I've been speaking with uh, Julian Ng and, of course, Ibrahim Sani. And the morning run draws to a close. Up next, of course, is the Enterprise Show. And that begins from 10, goes all the way up to 2 o'clock. Keep listening to us. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.